Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about if your idea has to be earth-shattering. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting into this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients, and we put it into this course. It's in an easy-to-follow video format. It's got all the contracts, scripts, and forms that we use in our daily business, and everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Whew. It's Friday. Yep. That sounded like a mouthful. <laughs> it was a mouthful, yeah. <laughs> you, you ran through that, and I'm impressed at the speed you did that, and you only had to catch your breath once. Yeah, sometimes I can, you know, I'm thinking I'm focused on breathing while I'm talking. Sometimes I forget I'm going to catch myself holding my breath and uh-huh. I don't want to breathe real heavy in the mic, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm a pro. I'm a pro at this. Uh, if you were a pro, I don't think you would be holding your breath. Well, you know. I don't hear Dolly Parton when she's singing holding her breath or Notorious B.I.G. when he's rapping yeah, holding his breath. That's because they're not, you know, they're going in the studio one time. We're doing this three times, three days a week. Okay. They don't have year the, over year. They don't know? have the mileage. They don't. That's right. They don't quite have the mileage we have. That's right, man. Oh man. So it's end of the week. We had the price guys on Wednesday. You know what they're doing is, is pretty nifty and it's, it's great to see, you know, something. And it brings up the question, does your business idea have to be earth shattering? And it comes from a couple different spots, you know, talking to them and, you know, when you go to sell this idea, and I know that you've had a bunch of sales calls with guys that say, you know what, I need to I need to check with my wife. And then that guy probably goes home, he checks with his wife, and his wife's like, well, that's just kind of, okay, it's real estate investing. And then it comes from this, the third piece of that is a troll on one of our advertising pieces. He goes, when did this become earth shattering? And yet it, the idea is, does the business idea you have or what you want to do have to be earth shattering, Adam? Does it? Does it? Does it? It does not. It does not. No, I think that's a huge mistake too. You got all these people that want to be entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. I think about this a lot. Like people want to be entrepreneurs and they sit forever thinking about their next great invention or Mm -hmm. what they're going to do, right? You see this a lot in tech too because they're like, what's the next app or webs or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever I can build. It doesn't have to be that way. A lot of times it's like the most simplest things. I mean, you think Tinder was like this earth shattering technological advance? No, we just swipe right. Here's a a picture. But it was. Swipe. I mean, it doesn't even have to be that hard, right? Yeah. I mean, all you got to do is take what someone else is doing and maybe do it 10% better, mm-hmm. right? This like, there's so many businesses out there that do exact same thing. Like restaurants. Restaurants, yeah. CBS yeah. and Walgreens. Yeah. And it's the exact freaking thing. And those guys build <laughs> across the street from each other yeah. every chance they get. Yeah. Yeah, business doesn't have to be like complicated like that. Find something that works and replicate it. Yeah, no, it's a great question. And I... When that guy said that in the the advertise or the the comments there, I started thinking about it, and I was like, "What in life is like really just not just built upon a something that's already there? What is just this simple little twist to something that you're like, oh yeah, it works? Like you know, Gary V. He he does his Gary V. Chronicles where he goes out and he goes garage selling, and it's just garage sale arbitrage essentially. He goes into a garage sale, he'll see certain kind of like stuffed animals, and he'll look what brand they are, he knows what those are worth, and he'll check on eBay to see what they're selling for. 
and then he'll try to buy them for like two or five bucks because the person doesn't want them. They're selling them in a garage sale. He buys them and puts them on a marketplace that's going to take it. And he's like, okay, this one's worth $37. So we'll get, he'll go, Hey, can I buy these five for 10 bucks? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. You know, no big deal. He'll take them and he'll sell them for a couple hundred bucks. And it's like something that simple. You're like, well, that's just, you know, you're finding a deal and you're putting it on a market, sending out a letter, having people call you back. Is it that difficult? This is Gary V. Gary V. Yeah. The Gary V. The Gary V. This isn't like some like Gary Victor. This is this This is the actual. This is actual. He goes garage selling. He goes garage selling stuff. Yeah. Baseball cards, uh, cups, video games. Like he'll see what they sell for. Like Monopoly games, and that's what he talks about. If you decide you want to hustle, you you don't need much money. Mm. You know, you just just need to do it. Yeah. I think that's one of the greatest things about land investing, right? Mm-hmm. Buy it at 50 bucks, get started. Yep. This is a legit question. It's not a, a hypothetical one, but do you know anyone's ever bought a house for 50 bucks? On, outside of just the guy that accidentally buys it from Coastal? No, I don't. But through Coastal, uh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was curious. I've seen houses on Coastal. Mm-hmm. I'd assume they came with liens that aren't wiped out. You probably still have to do like some kind of quiet title. Yeah, so there's a, there's a company out of Florida that does a bunch of those. They do Florida and Arkansas. And they sell everything on a quick claim deed, kind of like we do. And they, they explain what the quick claim deed process is. But they'll tell you, hey, last known photo, and it looks like a house on it. And it's like 1800 bucks or $2,000. Potential of plenty of upside. You know, th- w- this is the last known photographer we have, photography picture we have of this. And they'll send somebody over there to take a picture. And if the house is there, it's not. But you're right. A lot of times when there's a house left on there, it gets torn down or it's burned down. And there was a lien put against it to clean it off. And so you have to kind of watch some things like that, the city lien portion. Yeah. But I mean, how amazing is that if you did find a house that could still be remodeled Yeah, and you bought it for 50 bucks? I bought one in Oklahoma for, oh, how much did I pay for that thing? Six grand maybe? And I thought it was just a shed and it turned out it was a house and the front wall had collapsed mm-hmm. and I resold it to a couple. They took their RV up there, pushed the wall back forward, set it all back up. It had well septic and they're living in the house now. Mm-hmm. We had rural water at it. They had rural water put up the road and they had a, they called me and asked if they could get a a tap for it. So I filled out the paperwork for them. They paid for it. The wow. permit is 250 bucks. Now they got running water, sewer, house, and I think they're in it for 18 grand plus their labor to fix it. Was the $250 all it cost to get the water run to To it? get the meter. Yeah. That's it. Uh-huh. Because it's at the road. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, is <laughs> so the question does, does your business idea or your changes in your business necessarily need to be this earth shattering thing? I think obviously not. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I, there's definitely something to, right? Having some earth shattering thing. I mean, mm-hmm. look at Facebook and everything. They're like, that was so unique. I guess really not because there was MySpace already. So all he did was build off of the, the same kind of so thing. So let's, he, let's go back to MySpace, okay. right? Because MySpace was completely. And there was game something changer. before MySpace. There was? Yeah, and I can't remember the name of it. Someone somewhere came up with a idea, mm-hmm. right? YouTube was a pretty. I don't think there's anything like YouTube beforehand. There was, uh, I don't remember what it's called. I bought stock on it originally. Yeah, if we can't think of it, then yeah. it wasn't there. But you're right. So <laughs> some people will take a piece of something and, and make it, they'll make it work better for them. Or like, so if I'm in Facebook and I just like walking at all the pictures, well, Instagram, boom. Now I'm just all pictures and a little bit of caption, not mm-hmm. just everything else all day, your updates all day. No. And if you can come up with this earth changing idea or you can make a ton of money, mm-hmm. but you can also make a ton of money just taking some other business out there and replicating it and putting your own spin on it. Cause that's mm-hmm. what all these land investors do. You know, mm-hmm. everyone is a land investor, but find someone that has the exact same business as you and you're it's pretty 
far and few between. That's why we can teach people, and then two months later, they find their own niche, and they're going down it. Yeah. You think it takes two months to find your niche? No. I'm okay. just throwing Okay. Okay. I was like, wow, you got a lot of faith in a lot of people there, bud. <laughs> so, uh, but you're you're right. Like, I, I was having a conversation with one Launchpad program, guys, and he got some property back. We looked at it. I was like, yeah, man, this is textbook. And he's like, it's just really easy, you know? It's like, yeah. And he had done it on his own before, but then came through that coaching program and went through it. And now it's like, wow. So now we're finalizing, getting everything sent to title on it. And to me, that's a, it's a good feeling for somebody like that. They get to see it and they're like, man, the entrepreneur in him goes, now I just got to send more. I can send more. I mean, he's going to make 30 grand on this deal, mm-hmm. 20, 30 grand on it. And he's just got to send more. Yeah. Someone had a post the other day. It was like, I've been reading, I read two books. Is it really this easy? Do I just send out the mail and buy the land? <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's, I think what scares people with this is that they go to tell their family who, you know, the mom is assistant at some place. The dad is some, you know, a blue collar job. And he's like, dad, I'm gonna become a land investor. And he's like, well, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I send letters out to people like, oh yeah, that'll never work. And then they get talked out of it by somebody that's never done it. Yeah. The people in your inner circle are the worst for your growth. Yep. Unless they're entrepreneurialistic and they have an open mind about this stuff. But for the most part, if you tell someone who spent their entire career working for somebody and Mm -hmm. they have no not an entrepreneurial bone in their body. You tell them you're going to do something like this. I think you're crazy. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a hard thing for a lot of people to grasp and they want to wait till you, they see your success at it or your failure. And if you're failure, they're like, ah, I told you so. Yeah. If you see your success, oh, well, how did you do that? You or they'll know? pick it apart and be yeah. like, oh, you, you know, you just got lucky on that one time. Uh, yeah. No, I, I had my brother-in-law do that to me and then his, his best husband and she does it now too. And then after he saw it work for me after a couple of years and saw it work for her in the first couple of months, he's like, well, how do we, how do we do this? And like, how do we do it even bigger? It's like, oh, wait a second. Wait yeah, a you second. missed your chance, bro. You, yeah, you you out. <laughs> She's with me. <laughs> That's what I, I told her I was getting ready to hire somebody because I couldn't have my Beth back. And she's like, oh, I feel wanted now. And I was like, yeah. Well, come on back then. Yeah, come on. Come back. Come see me. I, I miss you. So it's, uh, but you're, you're right. It's one of the other things that came to mind when I heard, when I was thinking about that, the earth shattering thing. Uh, when I was, we were looking at houses in Louisiana we went by this just massive estate. Like it was just massive. And there was every kind of toy you could think of out there. Four wheelers, side by sides, jacked up trucks, RVs, the big RVs, like the class A's, big box trailers. And my realtor's like, oh yeah, that guy right there, he's not the smartest guy in the world, but he made a lot of money. And I'm like, the heck, how do you make money? Well, he was a, he worked on a, a drilling rig and they kept having a certain bit break. And he's like, well, you know what'll fix that? Just a good old boy, you know, it'll fix that. And he welded it up. And he, the way they welded it was a different way. Like, it's like, oh, it spins the wrong way. Like, so it's got too much torque. And he's like, we're spinning it fast enough. It'll still chew it up. And so he changed this little piece on a drill bit. And that piece on a drill bit, he patented. And he every drilling unit went to it because it would last like seven times longer of this little piece. And it, the, the downtime of the well. And just made just crap tons of money. I do often, every time you see this massive houses, I always wonder what they do. And you know yep. that, that one house in East Texas, and it's got like the white picket fence, and it looks like a couple thousand acres in it. It's uh, Is it one of the ranches that's right out there? Yeah, yeah every time you go like these. When we went to sell your property that one the other day, mm-hmm. we drive past it every time. It's Is like, it the Legacy Ranch or the Infinity? It's Double Infinity. I don't know if it has a name. Okay. I'm trying to think of the city it's right outside of, but it's the, every time you and I have driven by it, we always comment on it. Anybody I'm ever with, because mm-hmm. it's one of those super small towns, population of 2,000, and then you've got this giant multi-million dollar house surrounded by a couple thousand acres. I thought that one just came up for sale like a couple years ago. 
It was mm. like, I think it's the Double Infinity Ranch. I could be wrong on that, so don't quote me if you're the owner of the Double Infinity Ranch. Don't at me. It's just an assumption, but I believe that is it. And I thought it came up for sale, and that guy, like, he would fly in and out of Dallas to go in and, like, have dinner and stuff. He had a helicopter and things like that, and I don't remember what happened with the family, but it, it all kind of... It was, it, remember when we ate at Applebee's? Mm-hmm. It was like right next to that town. Okay. Anyway, right there. Okay. Anyway, the point is, I always wonder what they do to... Did you just tell everybody you took me to Applebee's? Uh, I mean, is that a big secret? <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Uh, what's that movie? He's like, uh, well, I don't want to eat at Applebee's alone. Is that the where they got the hall pass? Not hall pass. Is it hall pass or is it the one where they all go to Hawaii? And it's the husband and wife, and they're oh, it's it's the one they go to Hawaii, or the island. Oh God, what is that movie called? I'm gonna have to look it up. It was a good movie. Had Vince Vaughn in it. I don't know. Hall pass. They eat at Applebee's a couple times, right? That's yeah. when they all going out and they're like, hey, we're yeah. going to Chili's and Applebee's, the Olive yeah, Garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, we'll end it there. There's there's that tangent. (laughs) Okay, guys, great way to end on a Friday. Yeah, confused, (laughs) lost, hungry. So do us a favor. It's Friday. You got a good weekend coming ahead. Do you a real active, make lots of money weekend, and do us a favor and go to Facebook, iTunes, and YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us, and do what you do. Forgot what you do. (laughs) Give us a like, a follow, and subscribe there. All right, that's it, guys. See you Monday. Have a great day.